Good morning. Thank you for sharing a little of your time with me this morning and listening to this morning devotion. I believe that I'm led by the Spirit of God to share these devotions. I don't know how many are helped, but I believe that God is using these devotions for His honor and for His glory and helping people along the line. We are building on the theme, how to keep the fire in the fireplace and on the point, what must I do if I messed up before? Can I be pure? Last morning, we used the woman who was taken in adultery and who was brought to Jesus, wanting Jesus to stone her to death. And Jesus asked her if any man condemned her. And she said no, and he said to her, neither do I condemn you. Stop it, go and sin no more. This morning, we want to build on that and tell you what the scripture says. But before we build on that, I want to tell you what the great writer, Wilbur Chapman, he said in his song, Our Great Savior. In the third stanza, he said, Jesus, what a help in sorrow. While the billows over me roll, even when my heart is breaking, He's my comfort, help my soul. Hallelujah, what a savior. Hallelujah, what a friend. Saving, helping, keeping, loving. He's with me to the end. What do you do? Let's go to John chapter number three and verse number 17. Hmm. He said, leave your life of sin. Stop it and do it no more. John chapter three and verse number 17. The words of Jesus. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And that's the problem with many people today. Many people today see Jesus as a condemning Savior. They see him as one that should condemn, always pointing fingers at someone else. But you know what? He reminded us that he did not come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world. And because of that, this woman that was taken in adultery, had a chance to make it right, even though she messed up before. In chapter 12 of John and verse number 47, the Bible said, And if any man hear my words and believe on, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Aren't you glad that Jesus Christ came into the world so that you and I be saved? John, when he first saw him coming, he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Not just to judge, not just to condemn, but to forgive and to save. In Mark chapter 2, reading from verse 13 down to verse number 17, the Bible says, And he went forth again by the seaside, and all the multitude resorted unto him, and he taught them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of customs, and said unto him, Follow me. And he arose, and he followed him. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat at his house, many publicans and sinners sat down also together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and the Pharisees saw him eat with the publicans and sinners, they said unto the disciples, how is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to 
repentance. I am so glad that regardless to what one may have done in the past, God is willing and ready to forgive if you would confess your sin. If I would confess my sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's see if we can conclude this little theme in the next five minutes. So the question is, what must I do? Yes, you said I have a chance. Yes, it can be made right. But what must I do? Here's how you start. First of all, admit that you need help. Make a covenant with your eyes. In Job chapter 31 and verse 1, he said, I made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? Make a covenant with your eyes. Learn to practice scripture. Not only that you make a covenant with your eye, but learn to practice scripture. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and in verse number 18, the Bible says, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. Practice scripture. Flee fornication. If you're married, find fulfillment at home. In Proverbs chapter 5, verse 15 down to verse number 19, he says, Drink water out of thine own cistern, and running water out of thine own well. Let thy fountains be dispersed abroad, and rivers of water in the streets. Let them be only thine own, and not strangers with thee. Let thy fountain be blessed, and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Let her be as a loving hind and a pleasant role. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times and be the ravish always with her love. Find fulfillment at home. Don't put yourself in a compromising position. Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 5, he said, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, and ordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Don't put yourself in a compromising position. Then, make a presentation of yourself to the Lord. You know, it is one thing for someone to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, to ask Him to forgive them of their sins or forgive us of our sins. It is something else to really give your life to Christ. Forgiveness of sins, God forgive you of your sins. What do you do after that? Oh, there's an account given of a demon being cast out of someone. And because when the demon was cast out, the, the person remained empty, not filling that with God love or with God himself. And the scripture says, seven demons worse than what came out entered in. When you give your life, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my advice to you would be to give your life to Christ. Paul said in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Make a presentation of yourself to the Lord. So let me close by saying this. If you have messed up, stop living in the past. 
Accept your forgiveness. Forgive yourself because God has forgiven you. Live pure from here on in. May God have mercy upon all of us. Yes, if we were to take these simple things, I'm sure that you would experience your life will be different. We praise you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your justification, dear Father. In the eyes of many, they may not want to see one or believe that one is justified, but in your eyes, we are justified. And God, not only that we are justified, but you have deposited the righteousness of Jesus Christ to our account. And we thank you. We are righteous because of Christ. Have your way with each family member. Those who are struggling, help them with their struggles. Those who are thinking of surrendering their lives to you, may they do that because there is great dividends in so doing. Thanks again. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.